we are back after weeks off and hiatus, as some would say. We are back with Pod 15. I've got Lee and Joseph here with me. How are you guys feeling? Feeling well rested. Well rested. Did you just sleep the whole time we weren't doing the podcast? Yeah, I uh, I made like a cicada. Uh-huh. I just went underground oh, and throwback. Yeah, that was a huge throwback. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hey, but no one ever went onto that website, that cicada website, or at least not that I know of. Well, I know they were going to get let you know of the numbers that Cicada website, so they didn't tell you anything about our listeners. Wow. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get anything. Wow. And this is already a this is a tough week for us, a couple weeks for us. Good things happened since the last time we did a podcast. Joseph and I got older. We that, did get older. We, yes. we got older. That's good and bad, I guess, however way you spin it or look at it. Yeah. If you're gl- glass half empty, full, or just put some put some water in that glass. Right. You know, whatever kind of person you are. Yeah. If you're a glass person, maybe you're a mug person. Oh, yeah. I do enjoy some mugs. I got my mug here. But there a lot, like I said, we haven't been on a pod in a while, so there's a lot of things to unpack that happen. There's a lot of wins mm-hmm. that happened that people forget about. People forget about those because they want to focus on the losses because there were some losses that happened as well. I want to say, for one, that I am okay with the Braves. That that they were young and what happened happened. Um, it is what it is. We'll be back next year. I think the phrase we're looking for is it's it's bittersweet, right? You know, that's like, a good phrase. Like we, like it, it's it obviously like everybody has said it sucks to come so close, right? But then not go. But at the same time, like the things we did to get so close were right, were right, pretty great, right, right, right. And like it, it's great because like we didn't do it with. With, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Like, I mean, there's millions of dollars in the Braves, but not the millions the other people got. Right. We also didn't do it with people that have like been in the league for ten years yeah. that are we were probably young. closer to retirement than their rookie season. Right. And so we've a lot of people got experience. Lee, what do you think about it? I think that the better team won, and in in that regard, I, I'm okay with the series. On in this year, the better team. Yes, won. the the better this year, the Dodgers were a better team. With that said, I am full of expectation for next year. Hundred percent. Depending, but a few things have to happen. Marcelo Zuna needs to come back and be a brave. Truth that has to which happen. on I that am... the DH will not be back next year. Really? Yes, I saw that on on a Bleacher Report article. Why would they do that? Ooh, yikes! See, well, so my it's because the next CBA isn't until after next season. So after next season, the likelihood of the universal DH. Why not just go ahead and do it though? Because they would have to go ahead and hold the meeting, I guess. Well, why can't they? They held social one to di- get they... social distancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's but, literally impossible. But did they not have some kind of meeting like this to form this season? It was like a special Corona meeting. So I mean, there could be a special coming out of Corona meeting, and I'm not saying that there shouldn't be, but I'm, sa- I'm saying there should be. That's all right. Well, now now with the new information, I want to ask y'all's opinion: Ozuna or Bauer? If I, you could have either, I I still would take Marcelo Ozuna. I still would too, right now, because if the DH is still going to come. <clears throat> Surely we're not signing him for another one-year deal, so he would be here when the DH gets here, assuming he plays well under a three-, four-year deal that they give him. Okay, so where do you put him? Outfield, obviously. But you like, just got to put him in left. You have to put him in left for And hope they don't hit it over there. And then just keep <laughs> Christian Pache. And, and Keep him in center. 
And then uh, Ronald and Wright. Ronald and Wright. Christian Pache, I think, is the center fielder of the future, and I Ronald mean, yeah. is in right. Yeah. So I, I, that is one thing we found out that Christian Pache is going to play next year. I feel like if he starts in the minors, something is well. Off. I think yeah. I think everybody that came up this year is is gonna play. Or okay, let me back up. Besides the two catchers we started out yeah. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everybody, I mean, everybody else had a. And depending Very with good. what happens with Tyler Flowers, you may see Contreras come up either way. I, at this point, after watching what Tyler Flowers was able to help them do, like preparing for hitters and stuff like that, it wouldn't hurt my feelings for him to be there. Now, ideally for me, he takes a position like some kind of coach or something because I think he's... Just, he, just retires he, and goes straight into yeah, coaching. And they give him like some kind of uh, pitching analysis job or something uh, assistant catching coach or something or a manager he, he could just be like a diet david ross you know he doesn't have the world series rings or but, but the, so i'm talking hey, he's gotta stay with the braves oh after snicker okay do you really want tyler flowers to be your manager are you excited about that i mean catchers usually make pretty good managers i didn't and- ask about catchers tyler flowers specifically are you excited about tyler flowers being your your manager i mean it's hard to get excited about tyler flowers he's got after flower watch, power after watching him play <laughs> but i don't know maybe in a new role where he doesn't have to step foot on the field i i, I would get pretty excited knowing that he's not going to be in the batter's box right and i i we spent the last podcast though talking about all the things that had to happen to win a world series and those things happen up until about game what four of the NLCS? Five. Game five. game five? Whichever one was when Marcel didn't tag up. Yeah, that was when it... Game, it, game it, five, right? It went downhill yeah. then. Um, but, like I said, the things that had to happen were happening then. Um, a lot of young guys were stepping up. Austin Riley's home run is something I'll think about for a very long time. Bryce Wilson. Oh, yeah, Bryce Wilson. Out of nowhere. Showed him yeah. what kind of man he was. and His mama cheering for him is one of the best things I've ever seen. I think and she then, was more of a adrenaline rush than he was. And then AJ Mentor. Yeah. Three solid innings. Yeah. And that's like, the one you holy hate to lose. Cow. I'm oh. glad you brought that up because that performance in particular is one that's easy to sweep under the rug because mm-hmm. we lost that game. That, Shouldn't have. Yeah. No. He, it wasn't because of him that we lost no, the game. No, yeah. absolutely not. But see, you look at things like him going those three innings, and I kind of think, you know, was it game seven he gave up the home run? And, you know, you wonder, was he completely rested for that? And, of course, he's not going to tell you, no, I don't want to be in, because you don't want guys that don't want to be right. in the NLCS. Yeah. He wants um, the moment. So it's kind of one of those things, what do you do? You send him out there because he's he's good and he says he's ready, but, I mean, what's he supposed to do, tell you he's not? So, I mean, that's kind of a catch-22 there, and that can lead to someone hitting a home run off of you. So Also, just I just want to take a moment to think about the future. Our future starting rotation. Soroka. Freed. Um, Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. Bryce Wilson. Yeah. I think Bryce Wilson has to get a, at least get a shot. I mean, he's he's probably our five. And five then Kyle Wright is probably our five Four. right now. After, after the performance? I don't know. Soroka. Kyle Wright had... Kyle Wright's biggest thing seems to be his noggin. Just yeah. mentally getting him... Confidence. And, yeah. and that's what people are so like... So those could probably be a 4-5, or five, like... Yeah, it's easy for us to sit here and be like, oh, man, why can't he figure it out? But, like, there's millions of people watching you. I would 
there would be a stream down my leg. Oh, um, 100%. Some I'm, brown streaks on the back? <laughs> 100%. I mean, that's tough. I mean, that, everybody's not made for that. There's a reason why only certain people get to where they are. Um, but you like to hope that he can kind of get it figured out. Braves have seen pitchers in the past recent history who have struggled a little bit with, not with talent, but just you know the mentality of what it takes to go into a game and pressure situations. Um, pressure situations, another one. Georgia, Alabama. Mm. That happened while we were not doing a podcast. Uh, we also, I might just throw it in here, we owe Georgia a fight song because they won a game, the Tennessee game, and we didn't have a podcast. So we do owe them, so maybe in here. Cool. The music's playing right now. Um, we can't hear it, but they'll they hear will. it, they'll they hear it later. They'll, you get it. But the Georgia, Alabama game, it started out hot was all part of this wild ride. Uh, we had game six that day. Um, Max Freed pitched. Braves lost. Georgia played Alabama. They were leading the first half. Looked good. Looked good. Then some things happened. A lot of batted balls went down. Um, Georgia lost that game, and so that's where we are. We're coming out of that. But then what, what more could pick us up than a good, huh, Falcons win, huh? Sunday, hey, the yeah, fun. just ruining our first <laughs> first round pick shot. I was, I literally, I I was talking to Anna the other day before all these games. Anna's and like, a big Falcons fan. No, but I was just, you know, you have to make conversation with what you got, <laughs> you know. So I was you know saying, wife. yeah, I was like, that th- this is what's going to happen this weekend. The Braves are going to lose. The dogs are going to lose. But somehow the Falcons are going to win, but it still feel like a loss. Well, see, the Falcons did this thing that I think is common now. You fire the coach, and then they it's almost 100% you win the next game. Yeah, because the players are like, oh. Yeah, everyone's on their, you know, their toes at that point. But the real question is, will they win today? That's when you start knowing whether the, it, anything made a difference. Like, d- does it carry over more than just the week after? They have a really good chance today, because we record this on Sundays, um, playing the Lions, because the Lions are talking about firing their coach as well, so you know it could be a good old fire your coach bowl out there, but we'll see. Maybe Matt Stafford and DeAndre Swift put it to us, or maybe Matt Ryan and Julio put or it to them. Or Adrian Peterson. Oh yeah, or... that's, they just, the thing with the Lions is they, I think they only see running backs. Like, their whole team can be falling around them, and they're like, yes, draft another running back. Adrian Peterson, he's about 45, but they kicked him off his team. We'll take him. We need another running back. Yeah, he's good for about one one game to prove himself, Yeah, and then just the rest he's of the He's at least playoff. 90 at this point. Um, Liam, how do you feel about Adrian Peterson, and given your, you know, your extensive knowledge of football? and Do you know who Adrian Peterson is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... Uh... I was in high school when, you know, the YouTube channel Bad Lip Reading. Y'all yes. ever seen those uh, yes. films that he puts out? Very hilarious. Yeah, uh, Adrian Peterson. He had a few funny moments. He in was those a star bad on lip Bad Lip Reading. Yeah, yeah. A lot of. Now I have no idea what real things he said, so I can't speak to that. But his <laughs> dubbed over Bad Lip Readings, hilarious. Great guy. Speaking of hilarious. We th- I thought it would be hilarious if we let Lee take over the show and just lead us from here. Lee, can you do that? <clears throat> no. <laughs> no, he cannot. 
he's he's done for the day, folks. That, that would require a lot of uh, do you, talking. Do you at thoughts. least have some sort of little bit of lead that you could give us? Not really. I mean, I haven't. I I've just well, been let's talk so... about let's talk about the movies you just stumbled upon. Oh yeah, you know? the mo- Well, uh, I I did. Uh, my roommate here, Brad. He he introduced me to a very novel film <laughs> from uh from Year of Our Lord two thousand and six or so. <laughs> Known as Borat. Borat. Uh, Very underground film. You probably haven't heard of it. Uh, I think you were the only one that had not heard of it. Yeah. I'm speaking to an audience of one right here. Talking to my internal monologue. Uh, Yeah, I watched that. Then I watched Borat's subsequent movie film pretty much the next day. Otherwise known as Borat 2. Uh-huh. And then the next day... I went and did my civic duty, and I voted. Good for yeah. you, man. Only based on what I saw in the movie, <laughs> Borat and Borat's subsequent movie film. I don't know. I don't know if that was your best idea. But. To base everything off of the movie. But I feel like I ended up voting for at least some of the same folks that you did. So. Are you talking about, uh, did you write in Jerry Rice as well? Yeah. Obviously. How about that? Huh. Jerry Rice, 2020. <laughs> He's got a good chance. To Little known him. fact, his middle name, Seasoned. What? Jerry Seasoned Rice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was serious. <laughs> seasoned Rice? Yeah. Not Black Rice? Wait, isn't Black and Rice, or is it Wild Rice? Wild Rice. Now, That's correct me if I'm wrong, stuff. but Jerry Rice is the gentleman who had an incident in an elevator with his That girlfriend. was Ray Rice. Mm. His middle name, Brown. Is it? No. That wasn't as good as the seasoned one, Mm-mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Who see, do people season their rice? I guess you have to. Last night at Texas uh, Roadhouse, I had seasoned rice as one of my sides. Oh, okay. What's the seasoning? So, for side note, I went to Texas Roadhouse with Anna for our one year. Yeah. Or no, two year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's like double. That's centuries. That's centuries. Two um, years of being together. Yeah, like total. Yeah, um, but the the cinnamon butter. Mm. Oh, mm. I went to Kroger that night and got some cinnamon butter. And so you would recommend that other people go try out the cinnamon butter? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. I had like twelve rolls. And what do you think the Texas Roadhouse would do if we just brought all of these microphones and hooked up at a, a table and just ate rolls? They probably would start playing that. That really loud, loud music, and have all their yeah, staff what is that thing leave that they their do? tables to go dance. What I'm is like, that? I was, I was ordering. <laughs> You're in the middle of putting in your order, and the song hits. And they did they do that while you were there, Lee? No, uh, but do you know what we're talking about? No, you didn't see it. So I, it's been a while since I've been, but I do remember that there's like a time where they just all leave. They all spring into song. Yeah. They like they like, like a high school musical type deal. Yes, like a flash yes. mob. So like, like the customers too, or is this no? The, no. I okay. mean, I guess you could if you knew the dance. I don't think there's anything holding you back. But like, so they already play some pretty loud music. Because yeah. I I vividly remember almost screaming at Anna so that she could hear me. <laughs> it's kind of like a bar feel. Yeah, but then all of a sudden the music got, if you can believe this, even louder than it already was. <laughs> While we were in the middle of ordering our food, and then our waitress just walks off. 
I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't done yet. Excuse me, man. Yeah, green want... beans, green beans. I need green beans with that. But she just walks off and starts dancing, and I was like, this is, I like, I think this is Did counterproductive. Yeah, eventually after she was done dancing, was she, was she like the main character, or was she like just a little side? I, I think there were all little sides, uh, except for the manager. That guy was getting it. The ma- I wonder if that's like perks of being the manager at a Texas Roadhouse. You're the star of the. Look, somebody, look up what, what exactly this is. I'm sure it's a thing that all Texas Roadhouse th- things do. Things being restaurants. Well, if we can get an in there uh, and do our podcast there, I would suggest going to Willie's Corner, which is where we sat last night. Uh, it's just like any other table, but it is covered with Willie Nelson me- memorabilia and Willie Nelson posters Does on it the say, wall. Did they tell you this is Willie's Corner, or is there a sign that says... It, there's literally a neon sign with green and pink writing that says Willie's Corner. Now, do you think Willie himself donned that his, his corner? He, he blessed that table. And how did you feel eating there? Uh, Pretty good. Pretty wet, because... uh. Myself and my stepmother. Did you say wet? Oh, I did. Pretty wet because (laughs) myself and my stepmother, who was eating there with us, both spilled our waters before our drink, before our food got there. Both of you, at the same time or at different times? Uh, different. She was first. I was second. And so you just essentially had to one up her by spilling your drink. I I spilled my entire drink. (laughs) By the way, she was just kind of like. Mediocre shaking it around stuff. a little bit you know just clinking the ice on the glass and like a little bit got out and i was like step it up kelly come on <laughs> and i showed her what it was really about and you just poured it all over the table yeah so apparently i i've got some mixed reviews about this Ooh. dancing okay. so, so some specific time that yeah. it happens so this kind of makes me upset first of all because Ooh. they said that some of them said they were not forced to dance so that means that my waitress, just out of her own free will, <laughs> but, stopped serving us so to you go dance. So you got to think about this. At this point, though, is is it? She may just maybe that's what she's wanted to do her whole life is just be the dancer, like she, at at Texas Road. Or what if she's just always wanted to be a dancer, and the closest she could get was waitress at Texas Roadhouse. Okay, but here's the thing: that happens once an hour every hour. <laughs> So you couldn't have waited two more seconds for me to say that I wanted my steak medium (laughs) before you went off and started dancing? Like, I was very afraid that my steak was going to come back as a lump of coal because she she wouldn't have known. Wait, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Did she, but she came back? Yes. Uh, Yeah. After the music was done. But at that point, you know, like I had almost forgotten how I wanted my steak. So how many, uh, did you only see the dancing happen one time while you were there? Yeah, only once. Okay. But I also got. How did an answer, you not see it? If it happens, I, I don't know. I, I, you I honestly don't there. know. You must have gotten there right after it finished and left right before it started. Yeah. You said it's every hour. Yeah, every. We hour. We were there more than an hour, so I. I don't or maybe know. they maybe just don't we do it in just, Willie's Corner. Yeah. yeah, like maybe we were just so encompassed with Willie's Corner that the rest of the restaurant was just. Or this could have been while you and your stepmom were pouring your drinks out all over the place, and you just didn't notice yeah. that there was a a full shebang dancing going and sing, singing thing going on. Also, I forgot that they did this at Texas Roadhouse, but right when you walk in the door, the first thing they say is, "What kind of steak do you want?" And I was like, "I don't know. Can I see the menu, please?" <laughs> 
But like they, they started, ask? they started pointing to these like steaks that were in like this like yeah. refrigerated thing, and I was like, I, can, can you, I pick later? Do you just buy a steak? I I don't like, I didn't I didn't buy to one to cook on your own. I don't know. Is that something you can do from? T- do they do they sell just steaks like not cooked for you to take home and? Because I would assume they have special cuts of meat. Maybe most I, places do, but usually they wouldn't offer that to a dine-in customer. Yeah, I just walked like in and they meat. said, "What kind of steak do you want?" It was I, I was very. Is this taken your about first it. day? What a terrible, <laughs> what a terrible greeter! I was like, you could have said hello. <laughs> I mean, geez, come on now, Texas. Uh, here comes another one. What steak do you want? Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for your dang cinnamon honey spread, I'd be out the door. What started is such a, a happy, triumphant Texas Roadhouse story for Joseph. I think he started reflecting on things, and he was like, oh. There's a lot of suppressed things with Texas Roadhouse that you've just been keeping in, and I'm glad that... <laughs> when was this that you guys went? Uh, Jeez, at the end of... Like a month ago. Oh, He's been holding on to this for a while. It's been a while. Do you feel like you should go back? No. <laughs> I don't. Because if I'm being honest, like the biggest, so the biggest thing that I enjoyed there was the rolls and the cinnamon spread. And I got the rolls and, and I got the cinnamon spread. And Anna's company. Well, and Anna, obviously, I'm with her all oh, that's the time. Fair. So you've had plenty of her company. Yeah. So I've got a lot of her company all the time. Yeah. Um, so this is like everything that else happens is kind of like cherries on top of the cake, you know, yeah. or ice cream or whatever, wherever you eat cherries. I don't eat cherries or, or honey spread rolls. Oh yeah. The honey, it's like honey spread on top of the already fresh roll. So if Texas Roadhouse were to show up at your door, essentially like the whole building or just people from Texas. Roadhouse? Yeah. Like, like okay. Patrick Starr grabbed your, it and your waitress it. from okay. Texas Roadhouse. If she, she showed up at my door, she shows up at your door at like my house door or the office door. Uh, your house door, house door, your house door, and she's got the manager behind her with the boombox on his shoulder playing, you know, some kind of comeback song. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost. You get it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I got the scene. And then uh, she pulls out from behind her just this basket of rolls and and cinnamon spread and cinnamon spread. Ooh. Would you go back then? No, I would probably just take the rolls. <laughs> I feel like they they're fighting a lot, Joseph. Though to get you to come back to the Texas Roadhouse. Okay, but here's the thing: I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if you saw this, but on the east side, there's like this new butcher shop what? over by um, what? Locos. What? Yeah. Uh, it they, says wait. It said butchers. We just so. let a butcher shop open up right near Halloween. We yeah. just let that happen. And, yeah, and nobody's gonna do an investigation. Anybody but check also, that out? like, if I like. At that point, if I walk into that door, I would expect the question, what kind of steak do you want? What if they said hello? <laughs> I, how would you better. like your rolls? Yeah. Yeah. If they asked me how I wanted my rolls, I would say the way Texas Roadhouse does. But other than that, like the portions are really small when you go to Texas Roadhouse. I mean, don't get me wrong. It like It's good food. It's just if I like the only appealing thing for me there is the cinnamon spread. I f- we're already down the Texas Roadhouse uh, rabbit hole, so Lee, we might as well get your opinion and uh, your review of Texas Roadhouse, being that you went just last night. Yeah, it's real fresh on the brain. Uh, I had a very different experience from y'all, though, because A, there was no dancing. You also which, poured your drink all over the place. Yeah, I mean, that. well, that That's was also... Probably, honestly, you probably poured your drink right before they started dancing, and they said, well... 
Gotta shut it down. Now we have to clean up Lee's mess. (laughs) Yeah, can't dance. No dancing this hour, guys. Someone's gonna slip because old Slippery Steve over here spilled his drink. Over in Willie's corner. But what did you... I mean, like, first of all, if you don't mind me asking, what'd you get? I had the country fried steak with white gravy, Mm. seasoned rice. Seasoned rice. And... I guess French fries. Yeah, French Come fries. Come on, dog. Like, I feel like you had so much going there, and then you just threw some French fries right in there. Yeah, you didn't eat green, green beans or anything like that? No, no green beans. I didn't want to get a good, salad because my great. dad was there with me. He was, like, showing, uh, I'm kind of a grown-up, but there's still a little bit of kid in me. Give me those fries. I mean, I could have gotten the chicken tenders, which was my second <laughs> choice. Wow. But the adult in me said, no, country fried steak. Country fried steak is good. Speaking it of country fried good. steak, in this theme of, of a wonderful restaurant podcast this has turned into, um, Cracker Barrel. I love Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel has now started serving adult drinks, I've heard. No way. So you can go get you a country like, fried steak. Like Sprite? No. Like spiked Sprite. Like things you, the, the good things you mix with Sprite. Oh boy. Yeah. But, uh. They've started serving that with their country fried steak and things of that nature. Just imagine. I haven't done it yet, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Do you remember that one time that this was like pre-me dating Anna? We went to Cracker Barrel and I had ordered a plate that came with with biscuits and cornbread. And then Anna just put her paw in there and stole one from me. Yeah, and there was some person there that I... I think it was the waitress that I. She told me I couldn't get down to one on the little and you did triangle thing, and she said if you get down to one, we'll give you something or something. And, and she didn't, and I didn't. She didn't do it. Liar! But I think she was only a one star waitress. Yeah. So that's sad that they have to put their stars on their shirt. I know. I, I don't think it's like quality. I think it's like years of service. Yeah. Yeah. So like I I remember. That whenever I go there, I'm always so curious about like what the stars mean and all that stuff. And every time I go there, I look up what they mean. And I think I remember this time, but like depending on how many stars, like the more responsibility you have. So like if you're a one star, your like side jobs are like more menial. So like you have to like roll silverware and um like clean tables and stuff like that. But if you're like a two star, then you get to like set up dessert plates. Ooh. How many stars do you need to be the fire guy? Because sometimes they have a fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the hearth. What what stars do you need to be that guy? So in my mind, I would imagine it's like a one star thing because that's pretty menial. Like you you go out there. Do we trust them by the fire? I don't know. But at the same time, like I can see him being like, what are you doing touching the fire? So, You're only a one star. Right. It, it's probably the one star's job to get wood for the fire. Yes. And then yes. there's like a four star, five star. I don't know how, what the stars go to. I, I don't know. I don't know the, the top star level, but I know at like three stars, that's when you start to be like in charge of people. Oh, so that's probably when you can be in charge of chunking up the fire. Probably. Lee, would you agree? Yes. I say, our, for, thank, thank you for your input. <laughs> yeah, that was a great analysis. We should send Lee in to see if he can apply to Cracker Barrel and obtain more information on who gets to be the fire guy. Okay, but could we also go and have country fried steak? Like, well, like we'll walk in with him. He'll go for the application. We'll go for the table. We'll go once he gets the job and have Lee serve us. Ooh, free stuff. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that'd be easy. Yeah, so quit your job that you have right now. 
Or uh-huh. you could just do it on the weekends. You don't do anything on the weekends. I'm doing this right now, and it's the weekend. I mean, if if you can get us free country fried steak, we can handle this. Okay. We could we could start doing this at Cracker. Yeah, Bar. we'll just do it at the table, and when you come by, and then Leo come by, can I refill your drinks? And that'll be his part of the the podcast. It's always been a dream of mine to be able to live close to a Cracker Barrel when I'm like really old. And like go in there, know the wait staff by name, eat my meal, and then go sit out on the rocking chairs. Yeah, I have people know my name, but right now it's at like Southern Brewing, not Yeah, that's Maryland. same. Same. I went there on Friday. I went there on Wednesday? One day this week. It's a it's a great staff. I love Southern. I was gonna go there last night because our guy, Axelrod, friend of the show, was was wrestling last night, but it poured. Yeah, and they said that they were going to do it rain or shine, but that didn't mean Brad had to do it rain or shine. That's right. And, and they were doing what kind of match again? They were doing a buried alive match. Yeah, so it was more of like, like but, with mud. Yeah, instead of dirt. After a while, it just turned into a big mud wrestling thing. I would have to imagine, which is not the kind of thing I want to see. It, uh, uh, see, I was going to say the opposite. Watching that on TV would wrestling? probably be crazy, but like if. Like, if I could be somewhere and not be standing in the rain and watch the other people do it, that'd be great. Right. And they can't just move it inside anymore because, you know, yeah. COVID. There's so. only so much more. There's only so much room in there. Right. And also, the last time I remember them wrestling inside was that time Axelrod clonked off the pavement in there. So, that may that may be on Axel. You know, I was talking to um, somebody about this, about Southern, and I think the reason why I enjoy Southern so much was because, like, whenever I moved here, like, Terrapin was the place to go. Yeah. You know, because, like, it was outside, they had food trucks, you could play Frisbee or Cornhole. And that's literally, so, like, since Terrapin sold, like, their distribution rights away, like, yeah, like, they're doing better as a business, but I think it's hurt them, like, with an experience. Yeah. You know? So, like, Southern has now taken up that mantle, and, like, they have, they have wrestling. Like you and I played our qualifier at Southern. Um, yeah. They have food trucks. I've sold candles there. Like they have all of these things. I think the uh, the night that we did the tournament qualifying thing there was the night everyone learned our name because it was cold as all get out. It's probably one of the coldest nights. Everyone hung out in the bathroom. Yeah. Just because that was where it was warm. I, what a we, weird place for it to be warm, too. <laughs> but it was. that We all became closer that night. So that, there's a right. reason they know us. Because they had a fire, but like the fire pit was only so big, and there were so many people there. So we went to the bathroom. There was also that time Lee got... we were at, It was trivia, and we were tied, and Lee got in that water, water chugging contest with that other girl. What? <sighs> And then I just remember Anna calling him names while he was trying to do it. She called me the B word. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Anna. Little dang polite. A competitive, a competitive streak came out that I didn't know was there. And it was like she grew two feet and just started screaming. But most people forget I did win that chugging contest. Yeah. I've never Because my competitor was somehow worse than I was. <laughs> I'm not saying I could do better, but I've never seen too many people in the water chugging contest come up for air. But both Sipping, of them yeah. did like multiple times. That's why I never volunteer because I'm not much of a chugger. I know? don't know how Neither people do that. Like it's just a natural reflex. Like you can open like open that throat and it just flows uh, straight down. People is that how they do it? Yeah. How? how? I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know. We'll have to. I need someone. If anyone that listens to our show knows how to do that, you could come demonstrate. That'd be great. I think Luke can do it. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'd have to. I'd put good money on that. Speaking of things, I put good money on. We've got a friend of the show. His name is uh, Chris. Our friend Chris. Everyone know our friend Chris. Yes. The Been council on, or the friend? Just our friend. Okay. So, our friend Chris and I are in a Madden league, and uh. I don't do well in this Madden League. Let's just put that out there. But my team is on the rise. And I played Chris, who has been to many Super Bowls in this league. And uh, we were throwing a little trash talk out. And I told him, I said, hey, Chris is going to catch this L this week. And Chris laughed. Chris, He said, if, if this happens, I'll eat my shoe. And I told him, I hope he's got small feet. <laughs> and um, he does not. We, I'm just saying, there could come a podcast where Chris eats his shoes because I won 48 to 36, and that's all I'm saying. Okay, or maybe 48 34, somewhere in there. But it's time for Chris to eat his feet. 48 points is a lot, too. Yeah, a lot of points. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, was it? Wasn't that your? What was that? Was 48 your exact number? It might have been 43, but it's somewhere in either. So I got a lot, a lot. You got a lot. Yeah, I feel good about it. Feel good about the team. We're in, we're on a bye week now. Big things ahead of us. So is Georgia. Yeah. Which this wasn't a scheduled bye week. No. This is because uh Florida, I feel like them having the COVID has something to do with this. Well, I don't so like I thought we had planned this perfectly because Anna and I are going to Disney next week mm. for Halloween and her birthday, which are back to back. And I was like, this is perfect. It's a bye week for Georgia. We'll be at Disney. I can just enjoy Disney. Now they play Kentucky. Now they play Kentucky Which, at noon. But you would like to think that you shouldn't have to worry about that. Well. You would like to think. I do. I am a Georgia fan. But yeah, you, everyone wants to watch all the games. No right. No matter what. Right. It doesn't matter who we're playing. Like, we could be playing Ball State in football. Yeah. And I would be like, I need to watch this game. Because so, this, this game could decide... Something because I'm a Georgia. Well, right now it decides your happiness. If they win, just it's more like if they lose that game, you have to leave Disney World because you'd be so upset. Right, right. Um, We'd be in Magic Kingdom, and that would not be magic. No, it wouldn't be the happiest place on earth anymore. You would have to leave. Right, exactly. Well, would you have to leave because it is the happiest place on earth, and because you weren't happy, you you would be. I can't bring my sadness in there. Yeah, exactly. So basically, I have to make sure I ride all the rides from eight or whatever time it opens until noon. So we need to come up with like just in case. Not we're not saying that we think George is going to lose, but we need to come up with a surefire plan for you that if this were to happen, what you would do. And I have some ideas. So we watch the game at noon. You're probably going to get up a little bit earlier because you are on a vacation at a place you want to get your money's worth. That's right. So you go when it opens. You go when it opens. You start. you got some breakfast before you get on some rides. You go back. You watch the Georgia game. Georgia loses somehow. Somehow that unfortunately happens. Things happen. I think you go back out one more time and you hit a the circle of your favorite rides. And if those don't lift you up, you got to leave. We are going to Magic Kingdom, so there's only one like roller coaster there, and it's Space Mountain. I'm honestly pretty so not with, concerned, but I'm curious as to how all this is going to happen because I'm not sure if you guys have been there. I but know, like, I've told my story of why I never get to go. But yeah, yeah, Morgan, yeah. 
But so there, like the line for Space Mountain is like long through this tunnel. Ooh, sounds and, crazy. Yeah, and I'm not sure how we're going to be able to socially distance in a tunnel. I but guess they probably it, only let so many people in the tunnel. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. So like that, that's a concern or curiosity of mine. But everything else is pretty chill, you know. Like um, when we went last time, that was the only line we had to wait in. Everything else, we just walked right up. So if if you were there, and say Georgia does lose, what is the first ride you would get on as like a pick me up? Hmm, that's a tough one. But which essentially is probably your favorite ride there because you need it to come in clutch for well, you. Well, here's the thing: I gotta balance like if I wait in a line, that's just gonna make me upset yeah, yeah. even more. So you need to weigh. So you need to weigh the ratio of funness on the ride to the weight right, of the line. Exactly. So one of the rides that I actually had a pretty good time on last time I was there was the the Toy Story like Alien oh. Invasion ride. And you're so it's you and one other person, and you have this like imaginary gun. It's kind of like a laser, like laser tag, but you're shooting at like all the other things, which is pretty cool. So, like, Anna and I were competing. Ah. So, that like that would be pretty cool. If I could compete, if I could have a competition that I won that day, that would would be good because you need to see a win. It's kind of now we need a plan for if Anna beats you. Oh, you gotta leave them. You well, need a and you leave her there. Well, hopefully Anna is good enough wife to let me have that W. Yeah, that's fair. You know, and I think she is. I, I don't and think she would make Especially after me... she listens to this pod. Right. Because she does. She listens to all of them. She right. will definitely I know. Her. <laughs> I, for, I sit her down, <laughs> tie her to the chair, and force the podcast on her. With some earbuds. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, if you just sat her down, like gave her talks... And asked her to do it, she probably did. And gave her like some cookies in front of her, she wouldn't ask to go anywhere else. That's and right. She probably wouldn't even notice she was listening to. And it. some grape juice. <laughs> grape juice? Yeah. With cookies? Yeah. No. Yeah. That some, sounds awesome. Some fermented grape juice? That's, uh, mm. Mm. That makes all the difference. Mm. Yeah. I still don't know about the combination, though, of just the flavors. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. There, there would have to be at least 15 seconds between consumption of both. Because you can't just take a bite of a little chocolate chip and wash it down with fermented grape juice. No, I'm not saying wash it down. But like, if you have like the fermented grape juice on one side and the cookies on the other, you'd be listening and you'd be like, oh, Texas Roadhouse. That's a place where you could get some fermented grape juice. I'll take a sip of that. And then you listen a little bit more and then you're like, oh, wow, we did lose to alabama mm. that sounds like a cookie yeah i need a cookie for that yeah it get me through yeah and there's always a chance she throws a little glass of water in there to, yeah you know to, to rinse out the to, system to cleanse the palate yeah. as yeah. you will yeah that's good yeah we we just need to drop little subliminal messages for the rest of this episode like <laughs> take a bite of the cookie <laughs> yeah that you're gonna need it for this one but also so the last time we went to Disney, we did the park hopper thing. Uh-huh. So like we went to all four parks in one day. Boy, this sounds nice. I don't recommend it. Oh. It was a lot. <laughs> well, so the reason I don't recommend it is because like we went to I think we went to Hollywood Studios first. And that's where like the the new Star Wars exhibit is at, like the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster mm-hmm. and like a lot uh the Tower of Terror. So like a lot of like high attractions for disney world and rides that's where that's at so we wanted to go ahead and get there but like because we wanted to space out our day so evenly 
we were only able to do so many of the things before we had to leave. And we kept running into that. Like we would get to a park, be able to ride a few rides and then be like, oh man, we got to leave now. Well, does, I feel like Anna would come prepared when she goes on a trip like this. Like she probably has a schedule for where you should be on each ride. Oh yeah. Well, we, well, the only problem is you can't really account for the wait times, Mm -hmm. you know, because we went to Animal Kingdom. Can't you get like a fast pass, but that's like break the bank. Well, so the way they do fast passes is you apply for them like months in advance. It's not like a typical fast pass where you buy it. So like we got there and they were just showcasing a new Star Wars ride and everybody was like on their phones and like ready for an announcement that we were not ready for. (laughs) So we were just sitting there and like all of a sudden the announcement came up and we just looked around all dumb and we were like, I don't know what's going on. And then by the time we, so they did it in like flight cruise is what they called it, you know, on theme. Yeah. And we were like in the 400th flight crew. So Mm. there was a disclaimer at the bottom and said, we can only guarantee like 150 flight crews. So you probably weren't going to make it. So we definitely did not make it. I I was wondering though, you said that you have to be like on a waiting list or uh, apply to get a fast pass. Right. Could you imagine like the, if they Disney interviewed you? Why do you think you're worthy of a fast pass? And you had to explain why. Because I'm very slow. <laughs> <laughs> and I need some kind of help. <laughs> but then you could use, okay, so Georgia losing to Kentucky may be how you get a, a fast pass. You go in there, somber, tell them what happened, and I think there's no way they don't give you one. I, w- I mean, I don't think they're doing fast passes now Ooh. because of, you know, COVID. Eating a cookie. <laughs> um. Maybe they think that the lines won't be as long. Maybe. I mean, they are restricting people. Like, the reason why we can't do a fast pass this time, or not fast pass, a park hopper, is because, like, if you're going to Magic Kingdom, like, you're going to Magic Kingdom. Like, that's that's what you have been given for that day. Yeah. And, like, they're only doing, like, one park, one person, like, per day. So that like, that's the reason why we're only being able to do two. Hey, speaking of Anna, we haven't done, have we done a podcast since we smacked Auburn? Did we? I think we did. Yeah. I just wanted to bring it up again. Yeah, I think so. Auburn. So I saw a funny video yesterday, and it was um, Auburn won yesterday on a last-minute touchdown. I saw that. But there was a fan that was watching, and he was like... Did he throw things? Yeah, he threw things (laughs) because he was upset. He was like, I mean, I'm... An Auburn fan? Yeah. Oh. He was upset because like it was like, I'm glad we won, but at the same time... Why did it take this... Why did it take this? And I kind of wanted to lose because I wanted to get some of the coaches out of there. Yeah. Um, kind of so, like a Falcon situation. Yeah, exactly like a Falcon situation. See, what will happen now is Auburn will win like f- four more games from now, and then they'll give like Gus an extension. Yeah. They won't make it into any kind of playoff game, and they'll be like, yes, more of that. That's mm-hmm. what we want. Well, I remember when we played them in the SEC championship, like – he immediately got on a plane and started interviewing other places. And they still gave him an extension. <laughs> I was I, like, what does this man got to do for maybe, you to get rid of I him? I guess that was his plan to get them to, I guess, trying to show that other people were interested in him, I guess. But he's not loyal. Well, there, there's a sense of, uh, you know, yes, other people may want him, but that doesn't mean that that's the right thing for you. Right. I mean, there's plenty of people that want other coaches like yeah. I, I would imagine that like Georgia Southern would love Kirby Smart. Yeah, 
but there's not a chance in this world he's going to give up Jordan. coaching at his alma mater to go to Georgia Southern. Lee, what if you became the next head coach of Georgia Southern? Do you think they would mind that I don't really know the football things? What would be your first day of practice? Uh, probably like something easy, like running sprints. And so while they the, did that, I could just like Google or have the team just like tell you how to coach football. I could see like Lee coming in. He sets them all down. Okay. Just to make sure everyone's on the same page. I need you to tell me all what you know about football. Every little thing. Not for me. Just so I know, you know, mm-hmm. and then he's taking notes the whole time they talk. I think Lee would be the kind of coach to where he would be great at hiring other coaches. Yeah. You know, like he, he would be the guy on the sideline. Right. Exactly. He would, he would go and hire the, the best offensive coordinator in the world. And he would come up to him and be like, I'm going to be honest. I know nothing. I just was given this on a whim. (laughs) So if you could take over the offense and I'll sit back interview. Yeah. I'll give you some of my pay. If that helps, (laughs) I I don't, we'll keep that on the down low. But if you I've can never, run the offense, that'd be great. If Coach O can be a coach, you can do it, honestly. Because like on game day, I've never seen his his little thing that you're talking to is never flipped down. He doesn't say anything to anyone in the headset the whole time. He just cheers for the team. I saw a good comparison for Coach O, and he is the LSU version of Gene Chizik. Yeah. You know, and for those of you that don't know, Gene Chizik was the head coach for Auburn when they won the national when Cam Newton won the national <laughs> championship. Yeah, and now he's an SEC network analyst. Right, because he's no like, one else yeah. wanted him. Auburn got rid of him, but they keep Gus. Does anybody have anything else they need to say? Lee? Uh, This is your time to shine. I mean, I know you don't like to hear this, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. whether or not you like to admit it, the Georgia sports curse is alive, and I think it's, I just think we have to face it. I think we have to face it head on. I still don't think the Braves was an example of the Georgia sports curse. It was. I think so. I think the way we lost, because like going into the series, I wasn't expecting us to come out. Right. You know? So like what the Georgia sports curse in my mind is, it's not necessarily that we we lose all the time because we don't. We, we right. just, we get to a point to where we're good enough to get a lead and then right. blow it. So, like, I think it was alive in that, and the fact that we were up three games to one and blew it. Well, when you look at the curse as a whole, all of those games that we blow, we're not supposed to have the lead. Well, right, we're but not. But we do. But we do. Right. So, like, when the Falcons were leading against New England, we had a sizable lead. That one, they blew that one. Do You blow that one. But, like, for the Braves, I honestly feel like you're probably just giving them, like, it's like a boxer coming in, and you throw all your haymakers at the beginning, and then you can only throw so many more before the other team who pays a lot more for their players just outlasts you. That's more of what I feel like what happened with the Braves. Like, we had, you know, we sent our guys out there, but they'd already been out there. And you're right. Games before. We just ran out of bullets. And I think, I think we're, uh, like, ahead of schedule in mm-hmm. a way. And so next year, I like if we do the same thing next year, yes, sports curse for the Braves. This year, I won't say it, though. This year, I say it. And don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm still proud of the Braves. And, like, I will be a Braves fan until I die. It's just I, I do think that it was alive and well in this series. I just am not as 
bitter about it yeah. that I am when when the Falcons lost, when Georgia lost. You look at the Falcons. I mean, they lost and they never they got ne- back. They never looked back to winning. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were like, "Oh, this is what we do now." Yeah. We so lose. now, if that happens, like if if the Braves come out and just lay eggs, I'll say that this was part of the curse. But they have to do that for that for me to say that. So I haven't heard anything about this. Sorry, this is my last question. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about this, but like, are we doing a delayed start to the season in 2020? Or are we starting up business? 2021? 2021. For? For like spring training. Like, are we delaying it? I, or? I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they're because just trying I to get out of this. the NBA is... They're doing a shortened season. Right. And they're delaying it, right? Because technically, the NBA would be starting around no. now. Yeah. But they literally just got out of the bubble. Yeah. I I I just hope that they, at this point... We've already seen like a, a season without fans. I think they should do all they can to make sure the next one has fans. So they probably should delay it. So if they need to, to delay it to make that happen, that's what I think should happen. Or, I mean, if if you think you can play it and then, then bring the fans in at a later portion of the season, maybe do yeah, that. I think that's a better model because we've already shown that there is a way that we can make it work playing baseball during a pandemic right and it just wouldn't make sense to delay the next season when we already have something that works right yeah that's fair and i think also you're gonna play 162 games this next time like i'm not gonna lie i i thoroughly the 60 game was kind of fun john smoltz said well we all had the idea but john smoltz actually said it on broadcast that he always liked the idea of having two split seasons Ooh. Like two that's 60 a, or like 90 game minor seasons. Minor they like, do that. Like a spring season and a fall season. That would, be, that would be the best. Would, would people watch it more that way? I think so because the games would have more riding on them. Yeah. And, would and you have two World Series? I don't know how that would work. Because that would be two postseasons and two. So and you, I feel like contracts would be weird too because instead of like contracts by year it would be contracts per season or maybe they just count the two halves as one whole or but but to me so like to me that would feel like a fan nightmare because if you if you sign someone to a year contract then you're stuck with them for two seasons or could you trade between seasons oh you can always trade so what you do is you have an end of the season championship for each season. The World Series. Right. It's, it's still got to be called the World Series. And if two different people win, like, each season, then you have them play each other. But if the In same like person November. wins both of them, then they're just the champion. Okay, so I've got a question for that. If you have one team, let's say, like, the first season was, like, April to June. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, you know? And then you have one team win in June, win the World Series number one. Mm-hmm. And then that team just lays Falls an off. egg, lays an egg in the second season. Yeah, that's fair. Injuries, injuries, trades, um, like kind. I mean, that's that's basically yeah, what happens, what right? Like point. one team wins, and then all of a sudden they draw a lot of attraction in their coaches and their players, and people like try to poach them. They would have. I guess that would limit transactions and stuff like well, that. In that, that case, yeah, it does make more sense to have them just completely separate. I, so like like I I love the sixty game season, 
but I feel like there is a better alternative than two split seasons. Like I liked, like try to find some kind of like happy medium between sixty and one sixty-two. Like that's a. Huge I would say just jump. play like a hundred games, and call it a day. That's a nice, nice round number. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm cool with that. I mean, I I I feel like the MLB needs to start adopting these new policies and stuff because like i'm pretty like i i think i saw this somewhere but like wasn't viewership of the mlb like higher than it had the nlcs game i know for sure nlcs game seven had higher views than the whole entire nba finals right Mm -hmm. so like like because of like some of these like different things and how short the season was like so i feel like what happens is that the MLB probably has a lot of viewers, obviously, at the beginning of the season, and then it drops off, yeah. and then it winds back up again for the postseason. So, like, if we can just like shorten that drop off period, yeah, because like if you miss a game during this season, right. then you've missed a well, lot. And if you do like a hundred games, or maybe they tweak it a little bit, you just start it like make it a summer sport. Like, you just start it when people are getting out of school in, like, May instead of April when they start. Let it start then and just run through the summer. And then, especially if you're counting on fans to come as well, I feel like that would limit the amount of empty seats you have because mm-hmm. there's always going to be someone available. Yeah. If, yeah. I think we just, you know, created a new MLB season. So we're just going to cut out this little snippet, uh, email it to Mr. Rob Manfred. And can we send residuals. it to someone else? Uh, Tony Clark. I don't know who that is, but it's got to be better. He is. He's he's the head of the Players Association. Okay, we'll send it to him. Right, because I feel like the biggest thing with like viewership right now is that for what is it nine ten months out of the year, you can turn on the TV and like expect a baseball game to be going on. Right, you know? and and baseball has, and I used to be part of this, and. Now looking back on it, it's kind of dumb. It's like baseball's fought so hard to keep being what they used to be. Like they didn't let people f- bat flip. It was un. It was you can't swing on a three zero. Yeah, count. you can't do all this stuff. And it's like I think if you hit a home run, you should throw it to the sky if you want to because yeah. they're throwing a hundred miles an hour and you hit it. Also, and it's only the, so big with the talent of pitching. Going back to the three zero count. Yeah, giving them a free strike. Yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah. If if they're gonna throw it down the middle, be ready to hit it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And We're, nowadays with these guys, they have such command of their off speed pitches. That three zero pitch is no longer guaranteed. You can't fastball. just count on it to be a fastball. Yeah. They might throw you a little a little slider, change up, literally yeah. anything. Well, speaking of change ups and fastballs, I think this podcast has been a heater. Ten out of ten. I think we've done pretty good here. Yeah. So, uh, Joseph. We haven't done this in a while because I I think I did it last time. But if you want to throw out our social media tags, yeah, for sure, for old time's sake, go for it. Yeah, the show. Um, follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most active. Actually, that's where we're only active. Um, <laughs> but we are at Dogs in the Office. Does make us the most active there, though. Yeah, by default. There. I am at Joseph B Hart. Right next to me is at Lee Griffith. Have to put that out there. It's not Griffin. Griffith. Not Griffith. Not Griffith. Not grits. Nope. Griffith, and across from me is at BJE Project. Make sure you follow us, comment on the show. We're just we're just talking. So yeah. until we hear otherwise, we're gonna keep talking. 
Yeah. So if you if, would like to talk. Yeah, if you'd like to talk, us. if you have a suggestion of what you want to hear, we're just we're just three dudes talking away. No notes. Well, yeah, with no some notes. microphones. Yeah. Nothing. All just right. Just our brains. That's a good, well, two brains. Yeah. Two and a half. You'll Maybe. have one one day, Joseph. I know. It's, I don't think that was, sometimes. that wasn't where I was going with it, but. But yeah. I feel like the music would be playing. Yeah, right the music's right? going to be playing right here. You know, the little My banjo thing. No. Goodbye. Oh, it didn't end right there. It just went through. That was where it was supposed to go out. It'll go out now.